will be starting soon. Very, very, very soon. All right. What's going on, everybody? This is What's the Wave. Finally, finally, this is our first episode after, I don't know, five years of us playing this out. About? Just about? Yeah, just about. Just about. (laughs) All right. (laughs) So, you probably don't know who we are, and that's fine, because we're going to introduce ourselves. So, Tello, go first. Well, like you said, I'm Tello. Uh, I don't know what to say, but that's it. What's your sports teams, dog? Oh, my sports. Right now, I'm a Miami Heat fan. In terms of basketball, baseball, I'm a Yankees fan. And football, I'm a Jets fan. And who's your favorite athlete? Of all time. Of all time? LeBron James. (laughs) All right, Nate, go ahead. That's funny. It's a little, but Nate, go ahead. Uh, What's up, guys? You already know who this is. Nate, you know. Nate the Great, no, they about to find out. Nate the Great, <laughs> you already know. Uh, my favorite sports teams, basketball, you already know with the Lakers. Football, the Eagles, reigning champions right about now. And Whoa. the uh, Boston Red Sox, definitely got to be my baseball team. And if you really want to dibble and dabble with some hockey, I'm definitely a Devils fan. And who is your favorite athlete of all time? Kobe Bryant. We're Kobe Bean, Brian, if you really want to talk about it. Real recognizes real. All right, so <laughs> now on to me. My name is Brandon Coley, and I am probably the most miserable sports fan on the planet. Yes, so my, <laughs> my teams are the Chicago Bears in football, St. Louis Cardinals in baseball, Michigan Wolverines in college. And am I missing anything? Uh, you are missing... Basketball. I'm a Los Angeles basketball. Lakers fan. Talk and about it. And I am a Kobe Bryant fan. So you can only imagine how I feel about the LeBron James signing, or do you? So let's talk about that. Okay. Last, last Sunday, LeBron James signed with the Los Angeles Lakers for four years. I don't know the exact amount of money. You can look that up yourself. So combined with LeBron is JaVale McGee, Lance Stevenson, and Rajon Rondo. So my question to y'all is, with these signings, where do the Lakers stand in the Western Conference? Wow. Um, I mean, my take on it, to be a thousand percent honest with you, man, I don't think that we're gonna go as far as expected. Why? Because think about the West right now. LeBron has never been on the West, but he's always had problems with the West, right? That's true. So, so explain to me how putting Rondo, who was amazing on the Celtics. Mm, a little bit okay on the Pelicans, but how is he really going to be on the Lakers? Think about it like that. You're with LeBron. You're with JaVel McGee. You're with Lance Stevenson. Is he really going to diss the assist, or is LeBron going to run the show as usual? That's my. That's one of my questions. Before you get in here, Tyler, one of my issues with this was – I well, this is a personal bias of mine. I like the idea of having a young team to develop throughout the years. Now, obviously, we're in a win that situation because we have LeBron James on our team. Yes. But I think that it's if you really think about it, guys like Brandon Ingram and Kyle Kuzma and Lonzo Ball, they're going to be halted because of LeBron James' arrival. Now, granted, they're going to go places because this is the best player that you know. They, it's a, they, he's the best player in the world. He's yeah. the best player in the world. 
Yes. So, with that being said, he's going to help the players around him. However, things ha- things are going to be changing around the team, and yeah. that's the issue I have. So, uh, so Tyler, are you here with us or? Tyler for the time being. I, I think we'll get him back in here. Yeah. But honestly, I feel as though I feel as though Brandon, sorry to cut you off, man, but I feel as though that that has a lot to do with our future. He's going to alter everything that we built we have been building for you know the last couple of years. Granted, we haven't been making the playoffs, but think about it like this. Now, when LeBron leaves for four years, because he's only on the team for four years because he's waiting for his son to join the NBA, uh, the NBA. So basically, it's pointless in doing that. I agree. And I think people hit the nail on the head when they said LeBron going to the uh, Lakers was a lifestyle move, not a basketball one, because clearly, if this was a basketball move, <laughs> they would have gotten. LeBron would have went to Houston, possibly yeah. Philadelphia as well. Now, now the thing is, I've had a lot of people tell me I should be happier that LeBron is a Laker, True. which is I, which I can understand. He's the best player in the world, <coughs> and I don't want to hear what anyone else says otherwise. But let's let's think about this here. We we have a aging roster now. You want to think about it. I mean, granted, Javel McGee and uh, Lance Stevenson are still relatively young, but Rajon Rondo coming in, great player. He's he's a he's an excellent player. Too. Man, he's a, he's a, he's an excellent player. Who he's cares? an excellent player. Who cares? Who's care? We we already know what's actually gonna happen. LeBron's gonna show up. He's gonna say, "I'm running point, Lonzo." So, what are you gonna do? I'm running point, Rondo. I'm running point, Lonzo. I'm running point, Lance Stevenson. So what are they going to do? They're going to just turn into spot-up shooters. That's exactly and what what's going to happen. And what have That's we been struggling with? Yes, but what have we been struggling with right now with Lonzo already? He can't shoot. Exactly. So what is he, he going to do? What is he going to do? Tyler, you want to jump in here? Um, I mean, you said that you have an What do you mean by that? I mean, I, okay, maybe maybe I said I didn't say the right thing, but we're gonna start getting more. Yeah, veterans. we're gonna you're gonna get more veteran players as we go along on one year deals and stuff like that, which is going to halt the process of guys like Ingram. And I don't know if y'all seen summer league. Have, have y'all seen Mo Wagner play? But this kid can ball. Yeah, I, and and I and I said oh, and I said it myself. This kid right here, that's LeBron James, Kevin Love right there. Yeah, he like and. I feel like just because I'm a Michigan fan, both football and basketball, and watching him for the past two years, I've seen what he can do offensively, defensively. He's a little bit of a liability, but I think that will be improved by time. But you don't want a guy like him to get halted because you want to bring in a guy like JaVale McGee, who is a guy that, would you say, can start on any NBA team? I don't think so. No. No, not even. Just I don't think he's frustrate me. He's gonna do a lot more than frustrate me. <laughs> and I don't, I don't know, know why you guys do this. But and that's that's a loss that bothers me because I mean, 
on its surface, Julius Randle doesn't seem like a bad loss, but if people actually watch Julius Randle play, he's probably, probably the, the most consistent. consistent. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, he was. Well, absolutely, he was. Yeah. And I feel like I, I feel like we we lost a big piece there. He, he actually lost a big piece there. And how are we going to replace him? I think, well, I, from my assumption, LeBron's going to play the four. Now that's right. fine. No, that's fine and all. But- he's going. He's going to play the four, and he's also going to play the two. He's also going to play the one, the three, and the five. And that right, that right there, of course, of course, that is. But that right there, you think you think so? I think so. He, I mean, he, because we go ahead. Because, because you brought up correct. If he would have been the think he would have played, played the point. He probably well. That's that's my thing. And that's but that's the thing also with going to any team with LeBron on there. Well, well, any team LeBron goes to, he's going to want to demand uh, full control because that's the type of player he is. He's a ball-dominant player. I don't want to hear anyone else say anything otherwise because that's just the fact. I mean, the, the only, only two examples, examples is Miami. Miami. Exactly. And then Miami, Miami. the way we kind of that role, role. like we like, kind of force him forward, and he, he has, has to do that role. Oh, and then in Cleveland, right? All right. But before before we go further, um, Tello, I'm gonna need you to fix your mic because it, it's kind of going in and out. It's going in and out. Going in and out. All right. So uh, to continue the conversation, um, like going back to the original question, I think we kind of went off the rails there. The Rockets are better. The Warriors are better. Now, people have us lingering around that three-seed mark in the West right now. Definitely not. And, and who would you put over us right now? Everybody. Oh, stop it. Stop it. Every stop single body. Listen, listen to me, man. Listen hold to on, me. Hold on, hold on, hold on. You're telling on. me. Let me ask you a question. Are, ask. are the Lakers making the playoffs next season? Yes, we are going to make the playoffs. But that's not, that's not what I'm saying. Okay. What I'm saying is this is the problem right now. One – LeBron has never even been on the West. Oh, so okay. he's he's going he's going in there thinking, oh, this is gonna be a breeze. He's going in thinking, you're you're forgetting. He has to play the Warriors four times a year. Mm-hmm. He has to play the Rockets four times a year. He has to play the Timberwolves four times a year. Yeah, and these are all t- and the Thunder. Don't let me get me wrong with that. So you're telling me that he's gonna be okay with that? That that's going to be okay? But you're so... Because if you've been struggling with them just for twice a year for being on the East, so now you have to double that for being on the West. That is true. But let's also remember, too, that I think we can both agree that the rosters on the Lakers and the Cavs, yeah, last season, the Lakers are better. They are better. Correct? Yes. Okay. So when you combine that with the fact that do have to play some of the top-notch teams in the league, not just in the West, but in the league. It's going to be tougher on LeBron. But, again, we have seen LeBron's greatness shine through in, in times that it, it looked bleak. And the 2016 NBA Finals exudes that. Now, now of course, the words of added KD and Boogie Cousins to their team, so obviously that's not going to be the case. But... We also gotta recognize too, LeBron can make can make uh lemons out of lemonade. You know what I mean? Oh stop it. He stop can, it. He can. That last it, year was proof, it, man. Last season was proof. Stop it. Stop he, it. Last season was proof. I don't and know. And look how, how he acted. Look how he acted. 
What do you mean how, how, how he, he acted? acted after that. Look how he acted right after that. When he made lemon, when he made lemonade out of lemons, I'm sorry to burst your bubble, Brandon. Uh huh. But this is not happening. It's not happening. Think about it like this: mm-hmm. you have a whole bunch of teams that have been struggling just with the Warriors and the entire West. That is correct. The Lakers, the Lakers have made improvements over the years, but we haven't even they haven't even got their team together. We haven't even made the playoffs in what? How many years? Three years in a row? Four years in yeah, a row? Yeah, I think I think it's been more. Now. I think last time we made it so, was 11, 12. Exactly. So what you're not understanding is now they have a brand new team. Yes, LeBron is a big factor. Yes, we're going to be probably seventh, sixth seed. But we also have to understand that this is a new team. So they have to understand each other. Lance and LeBron didn't even like each other. Which is well, we we don't really know that because that's just what the media presented us. Javel McGee, Javel McGee, isn't even. It's Javel McGee. Think about it. What is he really gonna do? I tell you what, he is gonna do. He's gonna bring Lob City to Los Angeles with Rajon no, Rondo. Yes, he is. No, yes, he is. No, he's that's not. that's no, gonna he's be not. a show. I'm telling you, that's gonna be a show. It's not gonna be a show. Yes, it it's is. It's not gonna be a show I because everything's gonna be about LeBron and spot up shooting. Well. Again, that's what the media is going to present to us. But as Lakers fans, we have to actually watch the games, and we're going to point out certain things. For example, how many times over the, the past two years I've said, you know something, this Brandon Ingram kid is going to be good. And what, what was the narrative about Brandon Ingram after the first season? He's not that good. He's too skinny. He can't shoot. But what did he the do? Same, but he, what did the he do thing. the next season? He improved his game, improved his points yes. average. He got, yes, he got yes. hurt. And yes. but what people want to say is that oh y'all put so much hype around this kid he should be averaging twenty plus a game and that's not yes fair. that is true but here's the problem you're forgetting one thing and what is that who who was promising in the Lakers in the last two years you had Brandon Ingram you had Julius Randle uh huh correct correct and you also have now Alonzo Ball and Kyle Kuzma yes who were Dang, they're like, they're going to be the, the best Lakers basically on the team if it weren't for LeBron coming on, right? Correct. They were going to be our ringleaders. Right. Carried the torch. Now, that's going to be tarnished because LeBron is there now. They're going to be able to grow with LeBron, but think about when LeBron leaves. What's going to happen? That was my fear from the jump. And or they're gonna get traded off. And, they, and, and that's that's gonna be a big possibility that that's what guys saying. like Ingram and possibly Lonzo. I don't think Lonzo will get traded personally. If anything could happen, but Brandon uh, Ingram getting traded, or even Kyle Kuzma. Kyle Kuzma could get traded. That's one of my biggest fears. I like Brandon Ingram, but I like Kyle Kuzma more because he showed more in his first season. His ceiling is like extremely high. Extremely exactly. But um, but speaking of trades and Kawhi Leonard, let's talk about Kawhi Leonard. What I don't know what's going on here because here he wants to be a Laker. We he he said it time and time and time again. But now I'm hearing he wants to be a Clipper, <laughs> and That's that that bothers me, and that just completely turned me off of Kawhi Leonard personally as a Laker fan. Because now he's just coming off as a diva. 
And the thing, pretty much. And the and the thing about divas and basketball and in sports in general, you don't need to talk like T.O. or act like Odell Beckham Jr. on the court sure. or the bat on or the football field or anything like that. You can be a diva, but just by the way you present yourself to your teammates and to the media. Now, before you go, before anyone jumps in, and well, before I even go for it, Tello, are you here? He is nuts. All right, I'm going to try to get him back in here. But, so, damn, what was I saying? So, and from the jump is that he needs to be a leader because it's it's just not I just feel like I feel like he doesn't really care you're talking about a guy who drives a Tahoe yeah he's and and that's my thing and I think on this though because what I was going to say I just really recollected my thoughts when Manu Ginobili and Tony Parker called him out that bothered me, because you don't do that in the in the public. To your team, because yeah. we know what the media does. They like to take things yeah. and like to they like to turn it and flip it. We don't like like. I think and we 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 can relate to we can relate this to friendship as well. Why would you want someone to throw you under the bus in any situation? Nope. Absolutely not. Nope. Especially not my brother, my teammate, you know, someone that I share my locker room with and, you know, everything. Exactly, exactly. And that's, that's my thing. But now I'm, I'm just like, what do you want? But you want to know, like, you want to know why the, the Warriors are working so well? Because they're a team, they're a brotherhood. You got all the players Harlem shaking on over the court when they're, when they're scoring. But any other team, they have an attitude against each other. Exactly. They have an ego. And it doesn't work out. And that's why this is happening right now. Kawhi wants to be, you know, the big man on campus, which he is. Exactly. He's pretty much, he's pretty much what, the third or fourth best player right. in the NBA right now. So he has a right to be angry, but he also doesn't have the right to treat his teammates the way he is. Yeah, because just putting everything into perspective, it seems like he quit on his team. It truly did yeah. because um, I mean he sat out the whole basically exactly. the whole season. So, so yeah, and it's no more. Explanation yeah, there's really no explanation for that. And I think at the time we're just like, okay, maybe just maybe he's actually injured. And and I was saying this was a mental thing because I think people believe that Derrick Rose could have came back earlier than he did, but. Yeah. Mentally, he wasn't there. And usually when you have a catastrophic injury, it takes you a while to get your mental capacity back and want to actually go out there and do what you do without having the thought of, damn, I might tear my ACL again. Twice. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. So from that standpoint, I understand him. But at the same time, it's just like, now I'm looking back, I'm like, you know what? It's it's a little fishy that all this is coming to cir- come coming full circle. But now you want out, you want this, you want that. And I just found out. I just 
just can't defend him anymore. It's impossible to do so. You know, you know, you know what? Never mind the defending. Kawhi, you need to make up your damn mind. You need to be a teammate. Nobody's gonna wanna wanna play with a diva. Nobody's gonna win, wanna share a locker room with you, wanna pass you the ball. Who cares if you're a good player? We're all good players. We're all we all got into the NBA, right? Right. So obviously someone's we're all there for a reason. So everybody everybody knows you're good. So if you're if you're if you're unhappy of where you're at, then just say, Hey, I would like to be traded. I respect the, the Spurs organization and everything that you guys have done for me. No, it wasn't the best experience, but I'm thankful for what you guys right. have done. Pop is an excellent coach. One of the best. So it's always gonna be the whole NBA against Kawhi because no one's gonna go against Pop. No. Right. So, especially since Pop has LeBron on his side, they're great friends. Mm-hmm. So, the NBA is against you, Kawhi. You look, you look terrible. You right looking now, terrible, and look at And I think if some way, somehow, I know the you know there's reports that the relationship with the Spurs and Kawhi it cannot be repaired. But somehow, if it does get repaired, how are the fans going to react? Knowing this guy wanted out in the worst way. And to a team yeah. that basically that's your rival. Like people people forget. The Lakers and Spurs back in the two thousands, that was a rivalry. With David with that David Robinson and, and Shaquille O'Neal, Jack. Kobe Bryant and Bruce yep. Bowen going at it. That's a rivalry yep. right there. And you want to go to the rival team. Now granted, he's he's from California. However, you know, this looks bad when you're, you know, when people look back, when San Antonio Spurs look back on his tenure. That's what they're going to think about. I wanted to play in L.A. Now, regardless of what the conclusion is, that's what most Spurs fans are going to remember him by. Yep. Not being a great Spurs player when you first entered the league, winning a championship, winning all of these things, MVP, finals, and all, you know, all that stuff. So that's all going to be tarnished because of what you decided to do. In exactly. Tell are you here? Mm, I don't think he's yeah. here. He said he. But, I'm kidding. He, he said he's here. He's just. Um, he's. He's. I think people. I don't think we could hear him. I think if you listen to us, take out your earphones to try to speak. Yeah. Uh, sorry about this, guys. Technical difficulties. This is actually our very first episode, so we're just trying to figure everything out. Trust me, it's gonna get a lot better and a lot more. Now, let me tell you, Anchor ain't the most. Um... Oh, he's here. Right. I'm here, but now it's like Ooh. I had like double. Hey, hey, hey! Uh, we'll we'll uh, <laughs> we'll find you back. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't like the sound of that, man. Yeah, but um, Definitely but if you can like back out, and I'll I'll get you back in here as soon as possible. All right. But yeah, man. Um, basically, I just feel as Hello? though that's a waste of time. Oh, you're back. Yeah. Wait one second. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So we, I want you to chime in on the whole Ka- Kawhi situation. Me and they gave our takes, and I want you to chime in. I, I mean, I don't understand why Kawhi's getting bashed. Why do I sound like that? Um. Yeah, I don't understand Kawhi bashing. It was the. Uh, because he's like, what is he? What is he getting oh, bashed? Jesus, yeah, your audio, your audio, man. 
record right now. Huh? What do you use it to record? Hello? Hello? Wait, speak. Hello? Yeah, yeah, you can hear us? Yeah, this, yeah. He gotta get that fixed. He gotta get that fixed. (laughs) (laughs) So, alright, so we we apologize for that. This is our first episode. We'll get that fixed. We want him a part of our our show. So, uh, we'll get that fixed. You're good now, I believe. I'm good now. Right? Right? Yeah, you're good now. That's yep. cool. Perfect. It's because you had two minutes open, and I was in all of them. So it was like an echo. Oh, word? Oh, my bad. <laughs> my bad. Like, we podcast. But yeah, I don't understand <sighs> this whole Kawhi bashing thing. Like, what did he do that was so bad? If anything, the Spurs dropped the ball when they misdiagnosed him, and now that he wants out, it's like you're bashing him. He didn't say but, that's not exactly what He didn't happened. say anything bad about the Spurs organization. He didn't. But anything. that's the problem. What's the problem? He's not saying anything. He's not saying anything. He's muting the whole situation. How can you call him a diva if he's not saying nothing? Divas talk. You mentioned T. Talk. He's not saying anything. He's keeping it. He is. But but that's but that's the thing. He is talking. He's saying he wants to be traded here and here and all of this, and he doesn't want to work it out with Spurs. He had a meeting with Pop, and that didn't go so well. So obviously he's he's not talking, but he's doing things, and they're letting us. So he's a diva because he's not being submissive, and he wants to control his own path. And his own. That's not what he. But that's not what he's doing. Good. But 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 that's but that's my thing. Like you like you got you got to think about it. Do you? All right. Let me ask you a question before I go to anything. Do you believe Kawhi was as seriously hurt as he says he was? I think in the beginning he was. Now maybe once he got misdiagnosed and he realized that they probably mishandled his treatment or his injury. Then he decided, all right, I'm going to sit out. Do you think that's a good enough excuse to sit out? I mean, it depends on the injury. If he feels like he can't trust the Spurs medical staff with him being injured and getting him back to where he needs to be, I'd be scared to play too. See, now, okay, I mentioned the mental thing. Yeah. And that's a that's a legitimate thing. Like I meant, like I like I've never had injuries in my before in my life. All I have is a couple of sprained ankles in in elementary school and gym. Right. But mm-hmm. okay. so yeah, Brandon's not the yeah. athlete in the uh, in the podcast. Yeah. So how do you know? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'm the loudmouth of the podcast, and that's what's gonna make us the bread. But that's besides the point. Point is, Ooh, talk, talk, talk. Uh, yeah. <laughs> the, the point is, I I just. Like people were kind of were saying, okay, maybe he doesn't want to come back because they're playing the Warriors. Because remember in that series, it was talked that Kawhi Leonard was going to return to play with the Spurs against the Warriors. Right. Now, I don't know. Maybe just maybe there was this mindset that man, I don't want to play against those guys because they're dominant. They, I think the Spurs knew they Spurs knew they didn't have a chance against the Warriors. So did that? Could that play a part? Maybe I I don't know, but so you don't think I, the Spurs have anything in this situation that they did wrong? I think well, a small part of it, small part of it. You don't think but, the whole ambushing Kawhi and asking him if he's going to play and not leaking out? You don't think that was wrong? But but yeah, but you gotta understand that's a part of the territory of being a franchise player. 
Like, but I'm saying the story itself being leaked out. You think yeah, that's wrong? Uh, yeah, okay, yeah, that's wrong because, well, obviously that's them trying to get a story, and that's not the right thing to do. It's not the right thing it, to do. It, at all. It's not. Right. But, but I think when all is considered, and there is a goal in mind, that cannot play a factor in you not playing going out there with your team because a, yeah. a, a Spurs with Kawhi and Spurs without, without Kawhi record wise it may not make a big difference but performance wise it's a totally different team it's a totally, it's a totally different, different team. team especially if he was healthy yeah especially if he was healthy when Kawhi's on the floor man the Spurs are great they're, 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 great. they're a show to watch they're a show to watch and without him it's just just it's like a whole bunch of old guys playing pure basketball, which is perfect to watch, but that's not entertaining. Which could be at another all. reason it's, it's why not. he wants to leave. He can... That's fine. He can leave. But my thing is, when all three of those guys leave, uh, Manu, obviously Tim left, and, you know, Tony Parker, once they leave and Pop is going to, you know, retire pretty soon, Kawhi's going to have the whole team to himself. You have Carl Anderson. He left. Who is he left. Gordon. Yeah, Kyle left. He left yeah, for the Grizzlies. Already? For the Grizzlies. Oh, well, it's the, yeah, because the Spurs wouldn't match the offer sheet, so he's he's gone. Yeah. Why would – that's terrible. So, see, they're making mistakes. See? Like that. But why but that's still – He left but, before but, he but this is only This well, is only happening. Before he's get back. This is only happening because Kawhi is acting like this. Oh, I don't blame man. Kawhi. Don't like, blame Kawhi. yeah, I mean – I mean, if now, wants- yeah, because Tony Parker is gone. He's with the Hornets. Now, if you told me a couple of years ago that Tony Parker would be on Hornet, I'd be like, no way. Absolutely not. Yeah. Or, or just leaving in general because the Spurs are such a great organization. You'd be like, okay, people want – well, not exactly because there's not a lot of free agents that go to San Antonio. But thing is – Exactly. You're just making my point. Everything you say is just making it a – making my point. No, he's still he's still at, yes, I'm not saying that everything is about the Spurs. I mean everything is Kawhi's fault, but it's also a problem when you're not saying anything or you're not even in the in the games. Like you're not doing anything. You're just sitting on the bench, not telling anybody when you're but coming back. That's his back. personality though. He's a quiet person. He doesn't talk, he doesn't say much. Not when not when it's a team sport. You had nobody this has any problem with Kawhi being a quiet to himself guy until this season. Until he decided, okay, yes, I because leave and I wanted, yeah, because I wanted, his, because the extent of his injury was questioned. That's why. By whom? By the Spurs who wow. misdiagnosed him? Yeah, they misdiagnosed him, but still, if I mean, like, yeah, the the injury took place in the playoffs that that previous year. I think it was 2017, 2017 correct? Yeah, yeah, he came back, didn't play much. I think he played like a game or two. Right, he he got. It. I think he react. He had reactivated it, correct? Yeah, I think so. He reactivated it. Yeah. Okay. So, despite the fact they misdiagnosed him, and like I said before, and mistreated him most likely, and, and and mistreated him. If there was rumors of him coming back in the playoffs, and he doesn't come back, that doesn't give you that doesn't give you any type of thoughts. What? Like, okay, maybe he doesn't right. want to. You're right, but understand the, who started the rumors. Who's trying to create the narrative that Kawhi can play, but he won't? The Spurs. Kawhi never said he's coming back. The Spurs are creating this narrative that he can play, but he won't. 
Kawhi never said that. Kawhi never but, said but, I'm going to show up. But don't you it think? It was them creating a narrative that might not even be true, just to try to manipulate the media and manipulate the the perception of Kawhi. Yeah, I, we're gonna have to agree or disagree there. I see what you, I see where you're coming from, but I, I think there's, there's so many layers to the situation. It's such a screwed up situation as well, and it you know it, it sucks has got has had to come to this, except if he comes to the Lakers. But listen, right. it, it it sucks. It sucks. Right. So we have more to talk about now. Oh, before you. before we go further to okay. our very next segment. <clears throat> One word answer and a little explanation. Where should Carmelo Anthony go for the 2018-2019 season? I think the best thing for Carmelo to do is go to the Rockets. Ex- uh, expand upon that, please. Carmelo needs a ring before he retires, before he becomes the next Allen Iverson. And I trust me, Allen Iverson is one of my favorite Mine players. too, my second favorite. And I respect him. And I respect him and everything that he's done. And I respect Carmelo. I, I, you know, I like his game. He's a great baller. But the problem is he wants a ring. And he needs to get one. So the only way for him to get a ring, promise to get a ring, is the Rockets. Okay, Talo? To where, to where he's happy enough. I'm sorry to cut you off, Tyler. But where, to where he's happy enough to where he's getting the ball, to where he's scoring. Because Carmelo, if he acts, if he doesn't get what he wants, he, you know, turns little pet, little cold petulant. shoulder. Yeah, so that's pretty much my take on it. Tello? Um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to piggyback that. I think he has to go to the Rockets. Uh, with Trevor Reza leaving, that creates a spot in the hole that Carmelo can fill up. Last season, he was kind of a spot-up three-point shooter, which is – that's going to feel well on the Rockets. Um, yep, sure With is. Capella and CP3 and even James Harden a little bit last year in the rotation, they played defense, so you won't have that defensive uh, burden as if you went to the Lakers and many other teams. So I think the Rockets fit them the best. So, now okay. that CP3 is his best friend. and so. All right, so when I was, I was thinking about this, I said, the Rockets are obviously the best choice, obviously. But then I remembered earlier in Carmelo's tenure, Mike D'Antoni was the head coach of the New York Knicks. Did that did that play well? Not exactly. So I yeah, but Mike D'Antoni wasn't even the the coach he is now. That's true. But then again, but then again, you have to go back to that Western Conference Game Seven. He didn't change his game plan, and that messed him up. And and but. and I don't think this, the the step this does the styles mesh with Melo and D'Antoni maybe a little but not enough to you know really convince him to you know go there again with him. But so what I'm saying is this: CP3 is Melo's best friend, but you want to know who else is Melo's friend? LeBron James. LeBron. So unfortunately, as a Laker fan, I must say this: Carmelo Anthony should go to the Lakers. That's a and, and he should go to the Lakers because because he will basically go into the same system that he'll be going to into Houston. Idea. He will be a, a he'll, he'll be going to he'll be a spot up shooter like he like he is now. And oh. for that for that fact, Brandon Brandon Brandon, are you out of your mind? Listen, listen, listen. This this hurts me saying this. I don't want Melo on the Lakers. I don't want him at all. But you are really you out of your mind? Best fit for Melo. I mean. 
Do you not? Do you not understand that they don't play any defense? And like none. Oh, oh, wait, wait, wait. The Lakers don't play any defense. Please don't do this. The Lakers, wait, hold, wait, hold, this is my team, and I don't want to go against them. Answer the question. Answer the question. Answer the question. Answer the question. Hold on, hold on. Before you, before you go further, before you go further. No, they do not. They don't play defense. Does Melo play defense? They play. They no, and that's why they can't go there because nobody plays defense. Listen, they they are going to go for the guys that fits LeBron's scheme more because Luke, Luke Walton Luke Walton's scheme is out the window now. It's done. It's over. I don't care what it's anyone says. Yeah, it's, it's LeBron's show. Now, when we think about the Olympic teams from two thousand and eight, well, look at Olympic team. I meant to say right, right. Melo was at his peak. Now, CP3, yes. I believe CP3 was on that team, correct? I don't want to make a mistake. I'm going to make a mistake there. No, no, he was he there. He was there. LeBron James was on that yeah. team, too. Now, I feel as though, like, you can't go wrong with your Melo. With, with every team you go, but you would want to go with the best player in the world. Why? Because, the, because <laughs> I, I believe either way, you're going to get... Either no. way, if it's CP3 no. or if it's LeBron, no. you go no. ahead and keep interrupting me. You go no. let me see. Nope, I have to interrupt <laughs> you. I have to. I have like, to. Like, like Listen, this, to like this, Listen to you, me. Listen to me, go, Brandon. Go Listen ahead, to me. Go, I, go I, ahead, Nate. Go ahead. Cut it out. Cut go it ahead. out. Listen to me right now. Think about it like this. We get so upset about the Warriors building a super team with DeMarcus Cousins and, and all this other all stuff. Right. All-star after all-star after all-star. What is Carmelo going to really say if he says, I didn't get a ring for about, you know, my entire career until I got with LeBron? How do you look? How do you sound? Okay. How do you okay. smell? Okay. Here, here's, here's, <laughs> where I, here's my rebuttal to that. You don't have a rebuttal. Yes, I do. That's what I'm saying. Here's my rebuttal. Please, Please tell me. You got to understand when you can't, first of all, we have to get past the point where we, we judge players for jumping on teams. That has a stack. No, we don't. Why? Because let's be clear about something. Kobe Bryant didn't win at the Shack for a reason. LeBron didn't win in his first stint with Cleveland for a reason. Boogie Cousins didn't win a ring with Sacramento for a reason. And he went, the reason is they don't have a team around them. Like, so doesn't that kind of speak okay, to the mental? So a team has nothing to do. With an all star, so I can please explain to me what what you're my my point is. You bring up the point that when Melo says he got a ring, he says I got a team up with LeBron. Fair enough, but then that means that you weren't great. Listen, at this point, can Melo's legacy really be saved at this point, regardless of what he does? Because he goes, if he goes yes. on Houston, what are they going to say? LeBron, um, not LeBron. Harden and CP3 got that ring. Was it him? No. No, that's two different because things. Because remember, this is, this is all about perception. We was talking about this earlier. It's all, it's, it's all about things. perception. Because we, we, we can, things. no, 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 hold on. It's not. Because we can, we can decipher reality and perception. The reality is, no, the perception is that LeBron won the title for, for the Lakers. But as uh, as fans, as people who who analyze the game, and as not LeBron stands, like most of the people on Twitter, we are going to say, okay, LeBron didn't do this on his own. He had Carmelo lead back on, right? No, that, but I, come on, man, come on. But I think Carmelo going to the Lakers will put too much pressure and a burden on Melo that Melo can't 
he can't uh, he can't handle right now. If he goes to the Lakers, he's the other quote unquote superstar, and the only other guy but, that can shoot. Would, him going to Houston, he would have James Harden to fall back on, and CP3 to fall back on, and he won't be that. He'll be like a a supportive piece. But and even go ahead, uh, go ahead. Even like your point with D'Antoni, it makes sense, but it doesn't really. It's not effective now because if he goes to D'Antoni's system, he won't be a focal point like he would have been with the Knicks. The system is based around CP3 and James Harden. He's just a supportive piece like Ariza would have been. He would just fill Ariza's role, to be honest. Exactly. But, but but how much is he going to fill Ariza's role? From, okay, from scoring from scoring standpoint, he could score way better than Ariza. But defensively, exactly. that's not the, that's not really anything. But I want to I want to touch on something you said. You said that uh, the burden would be on Melo more on Lakers. Yes, fine. But but uh, that that's true. But with with the Rockets, it's this perception mm-hmm. that they're missing one more piece. Because they had, they you know, they have CP3, they have Harden, they have Eric Gordon, they have Ryan Anderson, they have Quick Capella. At, at now, let me, now, can, I, can I just ask one question and you guys can go right back to it? Go ahead, saying. man. Right. Notice how the, the, the Rockets aren't named a super team. Notice how they're a great team. They have great role players and they have two all-stars. Correct. One MVP, mm-hmm. right? right? They're a great team, but they're not a super team. They're not a big three. They're not any of that, right? Mm-hmm. But they're just a great team. This is exactly my point of what I was saying. You don't have to have five All-Stars, four All-Stars, three All-Stars to make a good team. You can have great role players, an MVP or or, or an All-Star, and still make the, the playoffs and still almost, you know, beat. Uh, I don't know, man. Now, just all you have to do is add Melo, and you're literally that's your so. Answer. You mean to tell me Melo that's coming off the worst season of his career with OKC will be the difference between the Houston Rockets being the Golden State Warriors next season? Because do you see? System, yeah, exactly. Do you see the system that they play? Everything is ISO ball in um and the Thunder, right? Everything is ISO ball. Everybody's saying. Here you go, Paul George. It's your turn to score, bro. It's your turn. Hey, Russell, you want to score a couple buckets? You could do it too. Yeah, that's basically what they do. Then when you go on and you watch the Rockets, you actually see them pass the ball to each other. And somebody, yes, everybody's going to shoot. But they're passing. They're making plays. They're picking and rolling. They're giving and going. But I don't see any of that happening on Thunder. So Carmelo's not going to be just an ISO player all the time. Because he's not the old peak mellow that we know. Correct. He's not putting his arm through the roof. You know, he's not. He's not. He's not doing Correct. that. He's giving you a post up and shooting. That's all he's doing. Now that would be perfect on the Rockets because literally all Harden has to do is pretend he's going to shoot and pass it to him, and Melo's going to be wide open because CP3 is going to be right. wide open because somebody else is going to be wide open. So. That's a perfect opportunity for him to go, and that's what they need. They need somebody that they know every single night is going to score 25-plus, and that's what they're missing. All right, listen, I would like to move on to our next segment, but I'm, I'm going to leave you with this. If Melo goes to the Lakers, it's going to be about LeBron. 
But if he is the difference between them beating at least Golden State, you know how what, what that would do for his legacy? Just saying. But they won't be Golden but, State. But I'm, I'm just saying, legacy. and the Houston won't beat Golden State with Melo. I don't want to hear that either. You really think wow. they won't? They yeah, won't. If Chris Paul did not get hurt, you can argue that they would have beat Golden State. Well, okay, State. was Chris Paul helping them miss those threes or wait, wait help wow. making them threes? I don't think so. Are you Chris serious? Chris Paul wasn't, Chris Paul wasn't Paul even the, the problem. The, Bruh, the problem was they didn't change their game plan. Okay, let's be clear about that. If it wasn't for Chris Paul, they wouldn't even have made it. You're right. Exactly. You're right, boy. So what are you saying? You're right, right boy. Listen, they missed all, all those threes, and that probably would have been the case with or without Paul. And I'm going to leave it at that because I want to get to our next segment. Okay. So right. let's start the next segment. So. LeBron's arrival has had people buzzing. All media outlets are buzzing about LeBron's arrival in L.A. So, Bleach Report last week came out with a list of the greatest players to ever put on a Laker uniform. Now, people that said, oh, God. Laker uniform. Now, I'm now, <coughs> Tello, can you give me 9 and 10 because I did not write it down. Can you give me 9 and 10, please, if you remember? Nine and ten. Nine was George. No, no, no. Actually, no, no, no. George no, McCann ten. was ten. ten. He was ten. ten yeah, was George McCann, and nine was probably okay. I'm gonna go from eight up. Kobe Bryant's number eight on this list. Wow. Jerry West is number seven. Wow. You can stop with no, 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 no. Because people need to know if they don't know. So let me let me finish. Carmelone oh. is six. Magic Johnson five. Shaquille O'Neal, wow. four. Number three is wow. Will Chamberlain. Number two, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. And number one is LeBron James. So you're telling me somebody who's never played an NBA game as a Laker is the greatest Laker of all time. Okay, so here's where I'm at with this. There are going to be schools <sighs> out there that say that LeBron is the greatest Laker to ever play without him ever playing a game. And quite frankly, if you say that, I'll, I'll, either, blo- I'll either block you on Twitter, I'll smack you in person. Simple as that. <laughs> so, we are, we are complaining that LeBron's number one on the list of top links to ever put on a uniform, but can we really argue that? We can't, even, we can't even argue anything. We, because... The main problem of this list is why is Kobe number I totally agree. Now, let me – hold on. Before you go further, let's let's look at this list. Jerry West, he is one in eight – one in nine in the finals? Give me a break. No. Carmelo played one year. Now, granted, he is number two, if I'm not mistaken, on the all-time scoring list. And he had one season right. with the Lakers. Give me a break. No. Magic Johnson, Magic Johnson should be over Shaq. And he should be over Will, in my opinion. Shaq did not have a long enough tenure with the Lakers to be in probably oh the gosh. top five. This is my problem. You don't think Shaq is he, top if he's, five he's top if he's top five, he's probably he's, whoa, he's probably whoa, whoa, four or five. Whoa, whoa, whoa. He was the best he was he's the best definitely top five. teams during that three peak. No, he was not. You're not about to do that. 
He was not, not better than Kobe do. during that time. No, yes, he, he was, was not. bro. Come on now. Come no, on. No, he was I'm, not. You know, no, he I'm was a not. Kobe fan, but you're no, bugging, he was man. not. You're bugging. No, he you're was bugging. not. Look, German, do me a favor. Do me. Matter of fact, I'll let you guys continue talking while I get the facts. Bro, you can get the facts. I retweet the facts. You can go ahead and get them. The floor is yours. Yeah, the go ahead, man. Short. I want to hear what you got to say. No, 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 no. I want to no, no. hear it. You guys no, no, continue. No, no, no. You guys continue, please. Who was Kobe guarding during that repeat? Reggie Miller, Allen Iverson, and um, damn, who's that? Who's Come the on. person? Because I'm not gonna, Come I'm on. not gonna talk about the Nets team where I'm pretty sure it was what? Kerry Kittles, Richard Jefferson guarding him. I'm not touching on that. Something, something to that extent. I'm not yeah. touching on that. Now, if you want to talk about if you want okay. if you want to talk so, about the Kings, I'm not talking about Doug Christie. Who was Shaq guarding during the TV? Uh, Rick Smith, um, Vladi Divac, um, not Matumba. Matumba was on that Sixers team, or yes, sir. Listen, yes, sir. listen, yeah, Matumba, Matumba was so, out. Of so I'm not even gonna. So let me get this a hundred percent straight. The people who was guarding Kobe and Kobe was guarding. They are basically all time grades. They're all time grades. Okay. So what you're about to tell me is that Rick Smith, Matumbo, and who else? I, I, I think starting? it was Vladi Divac. There was it don't even matter because it, it, Todd, McC- Todd McCullough that's, he, that's, he was guarding um it from it doesn't matter because we don't know who they are. You wanna know why we don't know who they are? Because nobody cares about them because Shaq was dominating the entire game. The reason why Shaq was dominating the entire game is because these people could not do anything about it because they weren't on his level. Shaq dominated the whole NBA. He was the MVP. Yes, yes. But you have to understand this. What I'm saying is Kobe, who Kobe was guarding and who Shaq was guarding was on two different levels. Allen Iverson. Think about it like that. Allen Iverson. Listen, man. Reggie Miller. Listen to me. I'm. I love Kobe Bryant. He's my favorite athlete of all time. This is ridiculous. But let's 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 not sit here and act like the most dominant big man. We I have, don't listen, care. We, listen, 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 listen. We were we were all born in 1997, and I can't speak for y'all, but I started watching basketball at a very very young age. I have never, so ever, I. ever seen one player, one big man dominate like Shaq in my entire life. This man walked through bigs like they were nothing. He broke backboards. He did, he did whatever he wanted to do. Are you telling me? Couldn't stop him. Who was guarding Shaq? I understand. I, I understand that. But listen, there, the was, there was a hack of Shaq for a reason. Okay. Who was guarding Shaq? You said. Dikembe Mutombo, he's top ten all time in blocks. Rick Don't Smith care. He's a Hall of Famer. What Don't care. Rick, well, Rick, 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 Rick Smith. Like no, I think, I think the point. The point. We're is, talking about the at the part. Yeah, the part. The, yeah, the, the point is Nate, Nate, The point Nate is trying to make is that those guys are out of their prime, which is fair. But and Kobe was wasn't Kobe wasn't even in his prime, and. All the players he was guarding were in there. Now I'm a, I, so I, I, I would I would defend your so point in this regard because people feel like Kobe had no part with winning that winning those three titles. That angers me because let me tell you something. I don't know how many people from outside of 2000 was going to listen to this podcast, but there was a duo one time in in uh, Orlando, Penny Hardaway and Shaquille O'Neal. 
Now, they were on the doorstep of winning the championship against the Houston Rockets. Now, granted, a free throw missed by – two free throws missed by Nick Anderson made the difference. But what also made the difference is that Penny Hardaway, he was more of a uh, – I would say a slashing type of guard. Kobe could do everything. Kobe brought the best out in Shaquille O'Neal. Okay, was Shaquille was Shaquille O'Neal win if Eddie Jones or Nick Van Nexel was is was a second option? Hell no, and I don't want to have anyone even debate that with me. So, from Nate on that regard, I I agree with you. But let's not sit here and act like was it the, at the top of his game. He was, he, he was, was the best. He was the best. It, it was, he, it was, I'm not taking that away from him, but he's definitely not going to be higher question. on the list right, so of Nate. the Lakers than Kobe. Well, that's, that's the baby because I think Kobe's tenure and his reign of dominance will put him over Shaq. I will agree with that. What? Are you serious? Yes. Just hey, the question. 10 years? The entire career. How did you just enter the league? Dunk slam contest on the Lakers, right? Hey, first year. Hey, tell, hey, tell right. him, did he just look to anything I just you said? Wanna, you're not going to mention how Kobe choked in the playoffs his first uh, year or whatever that was. What does, okay, but this and is what you're not. You you're you're going to hold him back his rookie season? The, really? You mentioned in exhibitions. Why are you mentioning exhibitions? We're talking about playoffs. We're talking about how he performed during games. Okay, so if you want to talk about if you want to talk about if you want to talk about games, we can go over games all day long. What did he do to the Raptors? What do you mean? What did he do? How are you? He he scored scored eighty-one points. Oh, we don't remember eighty-one points, right? Okay, so if he scored eighty-one points, right? How are you eight on the Lakers? Listen, Kobe being Kobe being number eight is ridiculous. He should. And my list, my we haven't even. Discuss why Magic is where he's at. Magic should not be number five. Absolutely not. He should. Magic should, he be, should three. be three. Magic should be top three. Nah, hold on. Before I go further, I want to one word answer. No, do not elaborate on it. One word. Kareem or Kobe? Who is number one? Because there's only choices. Kobe. Kobe. Tello. Uh, Kareem or Kobe? Uh, I'm. What Kobe are we talking about? We're Kobe. talking about we're That's talking about we're the talking full about. career, eight or twenty. Oh, full career. Yeah, we talking about the full career, career as a Laker, as a Laker, as, as a, a Laker. Because hmm. I believe there's a case for both, in my opinion. Yeah, granted, Kobe was with them his whole career, but I'm gonna go Kareem. I'm going. I'm going Kareem. Cause, cause wow. all right. So here's my list. I mean, I, I made a top five list right in front of me. Now, you know, I love Kobe. I said that by a couple of times on this podcast, this episode. I gotta put Kareem number one, man. I have wow. to put Kareem number one yeah. because if, if I'm not mistaken, he has four, four or five rings. Why? Yeah. What does this have to do? With I don't know. Y'all went off the rails, not me. <laughs> what you talking about? This is a this is Brandon. about this is about this Brandon. stupid list about LeBron being number one. Okay, Brandon. So Nate, do you have the, Nate? Do you have Kobe as the greatest Laker of all time? I have Kobe as the greatest basketball player. Oh, of all time. oh my lord! Listen, 
<laughs> Listen, as as uh, I'm biased, I'm a, I'm so biased. I'm number three. So he's okay. better. So he's better than Jordan. Is Kobe better than Jordan? Jordan yes. said. Jordan said Kobe okay. better than Jordan. That's so that, are we I'm really having this discussion? That's that true. I'm asking. Are we really having this discussion right now? If the best I'm, player in everybody else's eyes said that Kobe, who was the most hated player, I for some odd reason, said Kobe is better than him. Do we really have to argue about this? I don't think Kobe's better than Jordan. I don't think so either. Hey, you know I love Kobe, but I'm not, <laughs> I'm not gonna say wow. that. I have never seen this before. Yes, I don't you know have. You have believe me, you you are you are in the I minority. Have... I'm a, I apologize, but you are in the minority with this one. I'm always going to be in the minority because I can see things clear. You have to understand something. Yes, Jordan was an amazing player, mm-hmm. unstoppable. He dominated the entire league, and that will never be forgotten. But you've got to be kidding me if you could tell me right now that. Kobe wouldn't be LeBron, and Kobe wouldn't be Jordan. Oh, you can't right bring up the one-on-one thing, man. That's because it's one-on-one. irrelevant. It's completely irrelevant. Okay, so let's talk if about the team. Up, let's talk so about if the team. Up one-on-one, then Melo is a top five player of all time. If you bring it up one-on-one, because who can really beat Melo one-on-one? A lot of people. I can. I what? can say Kobe can. In terms of ISO scoring, name there's, there's few people that were better than Melo in terms of ISO scoring. I can name you ten. Right? Ten. Off the top of my head, off the top of my head. Ten all times. Yeah. Oh, the top Bro, we on the we on we only in the first episode. You are gonna give me a heart attack? But go ahead. On the oh top of my, my head. This... On the oh top my of my Lord. head. Kobe Bryant. Kobe Bean Bryant. Right. Go ahead. One. LeBron James. Go ahead. Kevin Durant. Le- what? LeBron James can't beat him one on one. You've got to be kidding me now. James Harden. Russell Westbrook. Giannis. Giannis. How, many, how many more people do you? How many? Are you really naming Giannis? <laughs> wow, Giannis is gonna be the greatest basketball player to ever. Play oh, in about he a couple can't weeks. even shoot right now. So Giannis is gonna be better than right Kobe. now. He can't shoot. He's just forgetting that he just got in the league I, about a few I, years ago. I know ago, right? that, but come on, man. Go ahead. Go. Think Thank about you. this. So, Nate, you, even you, even you. even Devin Booker. Devin oh. Booker. <laughs> You've got to be kidding. Oh, I got man. a heartache. I got a heartache, man. Oh my gosh. You can't do this to the people on the first episode. Oh, well, they're going to be on a roller coaster with y'all because, yeah, I got to understand. But you know something? See, okay. So Giannis is going to be the greatest player of all time. He's going to be one of the – all right, I, I stretch it with that. He's definitely going to be you're one of the, the greatest Yes, you are. I'm yes, not stretching that conversation. Oh, so you're literally going to tell me – wait, who who can't be him one-on-one? That I just We're talking – you mentioned the ISO scoring, so you said you can name ten ISO scorers better than Carmelo Anthony. I just named you like seven. Which half of them was ridiculous. Yeah, how are you naming Giannis? And Giannis can't shoot. Giannis doesn't have to shoot to beat him one on one. ISO scoring, you don't have to shoot. You don't have to shoot one on one. You can just lay it up, dunk on him. The if Carmelo doesn't even play defense, so how is he? Case. How how is he even scoring? Because all Giannis is going to do is just run past him the whole entire game. Oh, you're naming Giannis? I, I, I can't oh, get on board with that. I can't. I can't. Wow. I can't. You guys are – so everybody sleeps on Giannis. Bro, we know – ain't no no one's no. sleeping on Giannis, but, but you're, goodness you're, gracious, man, the dude is a baby. You're not appropriating him. You, you're over yeah, him, The dude's a baby, man. You got to sit down with that. And Devin Book is not a baby? Yes, he's a baby. And that's ridiculous. And you ridiculous. Exactly. You don't name him with us. I exactly. didn't. What do you? Say? I have never seen this Good in my boy. life. 
this guy is 21 years old with 150 what four dollar uh, I believe so. So you don't think that he's better than Carmelo? This guy, how many points did he score? Seven. Yeah, we're talking, but if we're talking now, he's better. Yeah, yeah. Now he's vote. obviously he's better now, but is that the conversation? Now. The conversation was who can beat him one on one. But why are we even talking Correct. about one on one? Like this, like because this is what you need to understand. The problem is that Kobe Bryant is the best basketball player that I've ever seen. Listen, if that if and that's, that's why that's why he shouldn't be number eight. If, he should be number one on the Lakers. You know, of all time. there's a there's an argument you, to be made for that. There's an argument to be made for that. And I, I listen, Kareem and Kobe, they they're the one and two for me. Magic could possibly make a case, but not quite. But I don't even think I don't even think you guys are understanding. My list for top five, I'll tell you right sure. now, it's gonna be Kobe Bryant, it's gonna be Kareem, it's gonna be Magic, and it's definitely gonna be um it's gonna be Shaq. Who's number five. So, and number five, I'll probably say uh, that number five is kind of difficult because I can either say Wilt or I'll say Jerry West. So, it's one of those. I'm probably gonna say Wilt. Listen, I, 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 your list is the same as mine, but I'm putting Wilt number five. That's what I just. Uh, said. I didn't hear you. Oops. Anyways, <laughs> so. But this list with Bleacher Report, I feel like they they misinterpreted what they were I agree. To say. I agree. I agree. I feel like if they're saying who's the greatest player Players. to ever wear a Laker uniform, I can understand they're, that. They're but still the wrong. greatest Laker of all time can Absolutely be not. Yes, but there's not a Laker. But they're talking about just talent wise. LeBron might be number one. He is number one. He no, is LeBron's number one. Gonna be, LeBron's going to be number two. He, he's number one. Talent he's wise, number one. Right under he's number one. Well, actually, you can't even say that because if you really want to get technical, number one can really be uh, either Magic or Will. But we can Magic pretend that LeBron. Shoot. What does that – and LeBron could? LeBron yes. just found out how to shoot. So let's not forget that LeBron had struggles. LeBron's not the greatest player ever when he entered the league. LeBron had problems. LeBron was struggling in the fourth quarter. LeBron was struggling with free throws. LeBron was struggling with three-point. What everything. does that have to so, do with anything? That's how majority what of players I'm, are. It's called what player I'm, development. It's exactly, called player development. And what I'm saying is everybody has their problems. And he isn't the greatest player. Because of that? Play. What you just so you said? you have to come in and dominate your whole career to be the greatest player of all time. He did not dominate his entire career. Neither did Kobe. Yeah, Kobe didn't so dominate his first year as an NBA. Exactly. So what? what is your argument saying that Will can't shoot? I said Magic can't shoot. I mean, Magic can't shoot. I apologize. What is your argument because saying? Because you're Magic saying he's shoot? a better overall talent than LeBron. So just because I can't shoot, that makes that doesn't mean they, they're identical. But LeBron has the edge in shooting, so that would make him the better talent. No, it doesn't. Oh Lord, have mercy. Because if you, oh my gosh, you guys got to be kidding. You got to. So be then, what's the what's the what's the argument? So, Magic, so what's the so argument? What's the argument with Kobe? So what's the argument with Kobe? So. No, 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 no. Magic was the better rebounder than LeBron. Yes, sir. Did Magic play better defense than LeBron? Yes, yes sir. Are you serious? Uh, well, yes, I. Oh, you well, have got to be kidding well, now. Oh, now you're definitely kidding. Magic is Magic has. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Now you're forgetting stuff. I know we weren't. I know we weren't born to watch. I'm that not era. forgetting anything, but I'm saying 
It's over. You've got to be kidding me if you say if Magic wasn't the better defensive player. So you're telling me Magic Johnson was a better overall player than LeBron James? If you had to start a team right now, let's just say Magic in his prime and LeBron in his prime, who are you picking up first? Magic and LeBron in his prime, and I know how Damn. bad going to end up. You don't know. You don't know. No, you don't know anything. You just know that they're in their prime. You know that they're built and ready. You're telling me you're gonna pick LeBron James over that's, Magic? Johnson. That's a tough one, man. That that that. Now, if t- you say you're picking LeBron James over over Magic, then you have you honestly have a problem. I mean, it's not blasphemous, but it's not it's not blasphemous. It's not it's not bad. But my thing is, Magic Johnson isn't just people forget how good. He I agree is. with that. I absolutely agree. So, Am I just like he's the greatest point guard. Of I all agree. Time? And that says a lot when you have Isaiah Thomas and John Stockton and all of those I agree. guys. I agree. Yep. So, honestly, Magic Johnson. And think about it this. Well, what, how tall was he? 6'9"? You're 6'9", having all of these talents and skills, the same thing as LeBron. So, you're not missing out on anything. And Magic right. could shoot. He wasn't the best shooter, but he can shoot. He, can. he was he, a better shooter than LeBron is now. He can he can give you a couple buckets. Don't get me wrong. And if you so really with, want to talk about passing, yes, LeBron is an amazing passer. He can do amazing things. But Magic was a, the better passer. If you really want to get technical with that, he was the flashier passer. I'll give you that. Flashy. <laughs> he didn't even have to. He didn't have to look. He didn't have to. He didn't even have to know that's he was flash. there. Yeah, that's, that's flashy. Flash. <laughs> that's, that's trust. <laughs> okay, so that was a very strange, but. I don't know. I can't even see how the conversation because my my I have a heartache right now because you just talking some nonsense. But yeah, I need but, to take some some aspirin and some fellas. We have reached a, a hour and five six minute mark. Great job! Wow. So Christ. now last I think, segment. Yeah, so last segment. This segment is called "What's on Your Mind." Forget all the other segments. We don't give them a name. We're gonna give this one a name though. So right. the premise of this segment is. Whatever's on one of our minds, we're just going to talk about it. We're not going to have a lengthy conversation about it, but we're going to talk about it. So, on July 8th, 9th, 8th, 9th? Which, which one is it? <laughs> I think it's the 8th. Yeah, okay. Regardless, regardless of that. Nate, what's on your mind today? A lot, man. A lot. Let's talk about this, actually. So... My problem is, it's a little bit of foreshadowing the fact that I brought up Giannis, but my problem is that everybody's continuously forgetting that Giannis is the next star. Giannis is the next LeBron. Giannis is the next Jordan. Giannis is going to be great. Think about this. How tall, how tall is the guy? 6'11". Really 6'11". 6'11". All he has to do is take three strides and he's down the court already dunking on you. Okay. Right? He can't sure. shoot. But as soon as he finds out how to shoot, who's going to stop him? No one. It took him two years just to get him this good. When everybody didn't even know he was going to be good. They just knew him as a Greek freak and that he was going to be a very lanky, you know, Kevin Durant-like player. And he was just running up and down the court, basically. Now he's known as one of the greatest players in the league right now. Right. Right? So... I just want to know why everybody's not understanding that he is going to be a future MVP in the next three years. Tyler, you got anything to say about that? Um, 
I agree with the last part that maybe in the like, in the next three years he'll be an MVP candidate. Not a candidate. Oh. He's gonna win. Candidate. He's candidate. going to win. <laughs> <laughs> think about it like this. I think, think about it like this. How can he possibly? What makes him a candidate and not a winner in the next three years? If he doesn't get the ability to shoot, his game won't be complete enough to. Comp- Are you forgetting about Anthony Davis as well? If he stays healthy, that if he stays enough. healthy, that's. Anthony Davis is an amazing player, but I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about a young player who's honestly dominating the whole East right now. Maybe now that he even gave the Browns a problem. All right. So, so, all right. So, you're finished with that or are you? Okay. All right. Tell me what's on your mind. What's on my mind? I'm going to go Paul George. Um, he was a free agent this offseason. He had the opportunity to leave OKC, but he chose to stay. And I think that speaks to something that's, that's kind of like not a trend anymore in the NBA and that's sticking with a team and fighting it out. We talked about Kawhi and how he wants to leave because of different things, but I think players like Paul George should be commended for sticking towards sticking with the team, even though it's like tough times. He's sure. gotten used to like superstars leaving and trying to chase rings, but I think Paul George should be commended for sticking with sticking with Westbrook and trying to, you know, win a championship. Even if you're getting a you lot know, of you know, you know, as a Lakers fan, I was, I was greatly disappointed when he joined back with Russell Westbrook. Russell Westbrook is one of my favorite players in the league, yeah. but let's be clear about something. Russell Westbrook is not a championship winning player, unfortunately. But, uh, Nate, you got anything to add to that? Uh, I definitely agree with what he's saying. Um, I just feel like if Paul George is ready to win, then, yeah, going on the Lakers would have been a better idea for him. Okay. So, what's on my mind? I'm going a different route. So, a couple of weeks back, Jim Harbaugh, Michigan head, head, co- head coach for the football team, he said he made uh, Chris Webber the honorary captain for one of their games this season. I don't know which game that is. I will check for that. But, um, so, on the ESPN show Get Up, Jalen Rose, his uh, Fab Five teammate, congratulated him and they said this is a big step into getting back into Michigan's history despite all everything that's happened. Now, for some reason, Chris Webber had an issue with this. He accused Jalen Rose of trying to advance his career by talking about him. Now, obviously, Rose fought back at him and said, I don't need you to advance my career. Now, one thing I did not say was Weber is working on his own Fab Five documentary and what really happened. But my thing is, are we really going to get the whole truth? We, this is the same guy that's been distant from the school for many, many years now. And this is the guy that had, that threw his, the booster that cared for him throughout his, his his early life going into college. And obviously that strained the friendship between Jayla Rose and everyone else in the Fab Five. Now, yeah. in my opinion, I believe that in, before Chris Webber would have accepted this invite to be the honorary captain at the game, he needs to rekindle the friendship between everybody in the Fab Five. Not just Jayla Rose, but everybody. 
because it just looks like he's doing it for himself and he's not doing it for the University of Michigan and the people who support the Fab Five, who is one of the most trailblazing sports teams and not even just college basketball, but in history. It is it's yeah. it sucks that this feud has gone on for this long, and I hope and praying that these guys will get this past them and we can see the Fat Five at a Michigan game in the near future. That is true. I think it's pretty reminiscent of the Celtics saga too. You know, with Ray Allen and Kevin Garnett. I didn't even think about that. That's a really good point. That's a really good point. Yeah, the Fat Five actually remind me of the uh, UNLV team when they were doing their thing and had the whole the whole college environment. Exactly. Totally agree. So that's what they definitely were something like that and then unfortunately, you know, things happen to where the team have to split apart and, you know, everybody's blaming one person for this and that and now they're you right. know, talking. And now there's an issue. It's a, it's a so, shame but I'm hoping things will get rekindled. So, yeah, fellas, was this fun? Yeah, this is fun. Yeah, it's a great conversation, man. Again sometime soon? Well, yeah, Very problem. Soon. Episode two got to come oh, around yes, the corner. You know. This is fun. We will be back. And until then, this is What's the Wave. Peace, everybody. Peace. Peace.